Welcome everyone back to another episode here at the Blue. We here. <laughs> Happy Sunday. <laughs> ah, yeah, we made it. Um, okay, so our little catch up. I uh, I wanted to talk to you about the royal wedding. Mm, yeah. The Fishers. So a couple episodes ago, we talked about Paul Fisher. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good one. Yeah. Okay. The neurons are firing today. Yeah. It's a Sunday. Um, and he just got married. So congratulations, Paul Fisher. Paul Fisher and Chloe Fisher, Fisher Chapman. <laughs> Chapman Fisher. It was so cute to see all the photos of like all the groomsmen and all the yeah. bridesmaids and they're all like surfers. And they're all just party hardy. Yeah. It, was it, Laura a never? Was she... Uh, she was a bridesmaid but was she the maid of honor i don't know because is the maid of honor supposed to stand the closest to the bride okay so i think she was was she she was the closest oh cool that's why i was like but i don't know yeah okay well i would have loved to go to that wedding but it looked so cool it did there's so many cool like instagram videos i know do you see the one where chloe falls when they walk out (laughs) no no what happened well, they're like, like, oh, for the first time, we welcome Mr. and Mrs. Fisher, right? Yeah. And then uh, Fisher's gone out and like like walking with his hips all like, you know, rambunctious. And, <laughs> Very, then, and yeah. then Chloe falls when they try to do a spin. Oh, cute. Yeah. So, yeah. She falls. He, he, he picks her up. He's like doing his laugh. shining armor. Yeah. It's so It's cute. so funny. Yeah. I love that. Happy for them. Oh, yeah. That's super cute. And the colors. Great. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure if you were going to appreciate that, but I, their color game was on point. It was. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, uh, in the last episode, you were talking to me about headaches that felt like your face was on fire and they yeah. were so insane. Yeah. So um, my really good friend, MK Brazil, she uh, is a doctor and she told me that those are called cluster headaches. Cluster headaches. Yeah. Okay. And she also gave me the... Um, the actual term. What is it? I I could try to pronounce it. Let me see. Was I correct in saying it was ranked like number two on the pain scale or something? I'm not sure. It's um. Oh my god. Trigemalagia. Yep. That's that's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, say the whole thing. Was that it? What? Yeah. I oh. mean, so. I thought there were two words, but. I don't know. Um. So yeah. Uh. Wanted to. Also, shout out MK because she was our first Patreon uh, or patron on Patreon. And um, she's just the best. She's honestly a dime. Cue the applause sound. (laughs) So um, did you see in Nazare, in Nazare, Portugal, did you see that it snowed? I did not see that. Yeah. So there have been like these crazy storms happening. You were talking Mm -hmm. about the one in Australia and... um, I was like flipping through Instagram and I saw Laird Hamilton's Instagram post and he was like jogging in the snow and he was, he, the caption was, oh, didn't, didn't even recognize it here or something. I just thought that was wild. It's crazy. How cold must the beer over there? Are they doing the challenge? That's nuts. Oh, well, I mean, well they did the challenge. Yeah, yeah, but still. It's probably cold before the snow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Jeez. pretty crazy. crazy. I wanted to update They're... you on something. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you know how I have the the Bali trip coming up in May yeah. with my family. Mm-hmm. My dad was worried because of the coronavirus. He was right. like, 
because we stopped off in China for a little bit. Yeah. For one of the layovers. Uh-huh. So he's getting all paranoid, but yeah, I still want to go. But yeah. then I told you that there is the, the cruise ship incident and you had no idea what it was. Yeah. Right? I don't think so. All right. Tell okay. me about that. Like it was like a week, a week long cruise, seven day cruise to Japan. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Maybe like 30, 40 Americans contracted the virus. They got, no. yeah, they get the virus and then they get quarantined on the ship. Yeah. So they couldn't, they couldn't leave their like quarantine area on the ship on this cruise like midway through right they get to japan or china Uh and then they get stuck in china for like another week quarantined that's so terrible (laughs) and then and then so i don't know i can't remember how many americans um but then they they're finally allowed to leave asia Mm -hmm. and they can go back home but they're still quarantined for another two weeks so can you imagine that no i okay so at least you can survive this virus it's yeah but you don't want it still they still haven't yeah they haven't found a cure yet or a vaccine yet so how are these people getting cured they're just quarantined until they until they're they're better they're still like oh because it's a virus so it just like runs its course yeah or doesn't so yeah, they're dun, just, dun. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yep, they're just quarantined. Yeah. While they're doing tests and wow. trying out different vaccinations. And, yeah. Yeah, it sounds awful. I would not Jeez. want to be one of those people. I feel so, bad. So then, um, it is not in the states, correct? They quarantine them. Correct. There's yeah. no outbreak, right. as far as we know, in the states. Right. Did okay. you hear about the um, that quarantine in China? That happened, and then... About the coronavirus? Yeah, like they were quarantined, and then like a ton of them escaped. They escaped the quarantine? Like, like millions escaped. That's so dangerous. I know. There's a reason why they're quarantined. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like a horror film. It's crazy. And then there are a bunch of other um, like scientists who are working on it, mm-hmm. um, and who knew about, or who were, who were like there for the first outbreak, and... Like, they were the ones who knew pretty much almost everything about it, more than, you know, other people. Yeah. And now they're just, like, falling off the map, just one by one. Like, passing away? Like, like disappearing. Like, China doesn't want to release anything. This this is a conspiracy, by the way. One of them is mm-hmm. that um, they were using the virus as a weapon. Oh, to... And then everyone's investigating it, and China's like, oh, shit, like... Like we can't have them find out, so we need to slowly just have our um, our assets like disappear, you yeah. know? So because China <clears throat> is one of the most populated. Yeah. Wow. So they're not necessarily like dying; they're just like being taken off the map. Like maybe they're being hidden, or I'm yeah, it's in crazy. Sh- I'm shook right it's now. It's crazy. That is wild. But this is a conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. But then the the doctor who actually discovered the virus. I heard about this. He passed away. He passed away. So unfortunate. Or did he? Oh my god. I don't. I don't think he's dead. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's dead. You think that they like changed they're, his identity? And they're hiding him somewhere. Hiding. Yep. Wow. That's super cool. Right. Let's just make this episode about the coronavirus. <laughs> well, that's, that's all, all I, I want to talk about. But that's all I know about it. So. <laughs> that's really cool. Oh my god. Yeah. What was the scientist's name? Or the doctor? I don't was know. Was it the doctor that discovered the coronavirus? 
Yeah, the doctor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know the first one who like diagnosed it, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That is wild. Yeah. We could do. We have to do a conspiracy on this. That's we have crazy. to. But okay, um, but back to just one more thing about yeah. the cruise. How much yeah, would yeah. it suck, right? Yeah. To be quarantined on the cruise, uh-huh. and then you're like, oh, you can go back to America now, but you have to be quarantined for another 14 weeks or 14 days. I mean, 14 days. I get it. If I had <clears throat> a lethal virus, I would understand. I would understand I mean, too. I mean, it would it's suck, a shitty situation. but at least you're not in a foreign country. At yeah. least you're in your home country. You know that it. You know you have a time limit. It you can count so down. Awful. I know. It's prisoner's mentality. I might just travel in my hazmat suit. <laughs> just around. Yeah. Just go to work. Just, and... <laughs> just around. Just around China. Oh, for the layover, oh yeah, that's know? probably smart. So you're going to Bali in June? May. That is soon. That is soon. It's like three months. So how long is this outbreak supposedly? I guess they can't really predict until it. until they find something, you know. That is wild. Yeah. You know what's interesting? This is also a side note, but do you remember I think it was last summer, there was an outbreak of measles again. Yeah. In I that. yeah, in the States. And um I remember the first outbreak started in San Jose and I was living in San Jose (laughs) at the time and I called my parents because measles, what, that was a thing of the past. And so I called my parents to see if I was vaccinated for it, Mm -hmm. which I thankfully was. Good job. Um, Yeah. Good job, parents. Um, But that, they shut that down pretty fast to my understanding, but it did spread a little bit. It's, it's spread around, it was pretty close. To us, but um, that's crazy when there's like a mutant virus that nobody has ever seen before, heard of. It's doing what? Do you know what the symptoms are of the coronavirus? Uh, I flu like symptoms. Flu. Flu like it's yeah. I think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're flu like symptoms, but yeah, pretty intense stuff. Yeah. Um. So, segueing kind of into what our topic is today i wanted to (laughs) briefly just touch on uh cringy videos on kook of the day okay um so those of you that don't know kook of the day is an instagram account um where people that are just doing kooky things uh surfing or really anything to do with surfing um they get put on this channel but you know what's funny is a lot of actual surfers they like kind of troll they do. They troll Kook of the Day, and yeah. then they tag they tag Kook of the Day. Yeah. And then they get on the page. Yeah. Like, so, I'm pretty sure Kalani Rob has been on. Yeah. He's so they just, just do, guy. like, funny things. Yeah. Um, and then they get featured. But anyways, so um, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> what is, like, the most cringy content on that page that you... It's just, like, you can't... They're... I saw one recently. I think they were at Snapper Rocks during the cyclone. Mm-hmm. And this, like, this random surfer, no one knows who he is. Yeah, he was on the rocks. And he, he was trying to time how when the wave was, would crash on the rocks to jump yeah. off it. Yeah. You know, but he didn't do it right. And those rocks are sharp. And he just disappears in the white water. And he's never seen again. <laughs> never seen again. I didn't. I saw that video, and I oh. I was looking for him. He yeah. didn't pop up again. Yeah. He's somewhere. That. I think he was like in the cave, which is super dangerous. I I cringed at that one. Yeah, I feel like the the timing videos where they're on a rock yeah. and they jump. Those are super cringy. There's also but, there's also one 
where a kid was jumping off a cliff mm-hmm. with his board oh, and his leash his... his leash snagged yeah he's a little boy yeah and oh he my God. he was fine he fell yeah. in the water but, but his his, board... you can just hear the board just like yeah crash on the oh i saw that Ugh. i know parents teach your kids to hold the leash yeah. even if they're walking into sand entry beaches it's just just for safety it creates a habit oh jeez. what about yeah. you any yeah honestly cringy? like yeah it's the it's the jumping ones that really <laughs> those ones um, yeah. do it for me but then also i'm just like not a fan of the ones where people are in wetsuits in public oh yeah like that that one just like it's just gross yeah um like people will be like ordering starbucks in a like half in a wetsuit wet or a full wetsuit sometimes yeah, yeah or like people are like in flip-flops or shoes yeah like on the boardwalk in a wetsuit i don't know those are just super super kooky or the ones where uh you see a car driving on the road and they didn't strap the boards on right oh yeah sometimes the board's like up in the air oh my god because they didn't tie it down you know i those are cringy but i also have empathy for those people because I had a nine-foot nose rider on my little, little two-door coupe, and I had it strapped up with um, surf racks. They were just soft racks. And um, because we would go so often and teach and all that, I would just leave the soft racks on my car, which is kind of poor etiquette because I wasn't really taking care of them. But the sun dried them out so much that this massive nine-footer, essentially all the weight just had it snapped yeah it snapped and then the board started kind of going off the side of the car but it was still strapped on in the back um and i just pulled over and got that taken care of but i've been there yeah it was it was you and uh, yeah you and i shared those racks we shared like oh yeah maybe like two or three pairs of them because we just rode them all the hell yeah into the ground i remember one time we heard it we were on the freeway and we heard a snap like a loud snap was that when we were going down the grade i don't remember but we had to hold it down on each side yeah i think this is the the one that i'm talking about yeah jeez yeah those racks took a beating yeah also invest in hard racks it's just safer it's safer it's more (laughs) expensive but it goes a long way exactly exactly so can you guess what our episode is today? I can, because I read it. Because <laughs> you could read. <laughs> so today we are reviewing cringy surf films. So um, we are just going to go over this one super quick because I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, but the other three we can get really get into. So the first one, um, Surf Nazis Must Die. Um, it was uh, released in... 1987 and i could read this synopsis on it but i'm honestly just not going to it's just so like it sounds so out there it's just like it's literally like i don't know what i've watched it's not even it's not even like oh my god i don't it feels like a school project yeah like that like it's so weird and wild it feels like it's just a school project of just i don't understand why what why um, so moving on to an actual movie, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to it talk just, about yeah, it. It's, it's so not bad. even worth it. It's like Mad Max in the water, pretty much. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, it, yeah, but it's also like Lord of the Flies, and like I don't understand yeah. what the point is. Yeah, it's. It, yeah. So anyways, 
<laughs> um, our first movie, which we have all seen, we've seen the movies on this list, so we can really go into it. But um, movie number one would be Point Break, yeah, uh, the 1991 film with uh, Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Yep. So and do Turtle, you... Turtles in the movie. Oh yeah, that's right. He's one of the. Okay, the so let's yeah, let's. <laughs> He's one of the dudes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read the synopsis of this. Um, essentially, uh, after a string of bizarre bank robberies in Southern California with the crooks donning masks over various former presidents, a federal agent, Johnny Utah, played by Keanu Reeves, infiltrates and <laughs> infiltrates the suspected gang. Um, but this is no ordinary group of robbers. They're surfers, led by charismatic Bodhi, played by Patrick Swayze, uh, who, I guess they're all addicted to the rush of thievery. But when Utah falls in love with female surfer Tyler, yep. played by Lori Petty, yep. um, who's close to the gang, it complicates his sense of duty. Yep. So, stepping back from like the actual film and the A-list actors, or, you know, um who thought this was a good idea who who like read this script and they're just like keanu reeves it's a group of surfers that are the gang yeah like gosh there was one there was one scene where they're trying to decide or they're trying to figure out who robbed the bank right and then in the cameras <laughs> i know what you're talking about they, yeah. they, they look at the security cameras and one of the guy moons the camera mm-hmm. and it's like oh he has a a a board shorts tan yeah. so he must be a surfer but they right. live in california where yeah. you wear wetsuits all the time i know you know i know and then they're they're trying to figure out where the surfers surf surfed. like their local break right so yeah. they, they did something with the seaweed like they tested the seaweed in hair or something mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. gosh it's so wild it, it's just <sighs> such a weird <laughs> and then but it's like so cringy it's yeah. it's like you can't look away. You, you cannot look away from it. It's such an iconic movie, though. It in is. In the surf world. <laughs> oh, my God. It's kind it of sad. Is. I feel like all of these are, actually. All of these are, yeah. yeah. But did you did you see the second Point Break, the remake? Um, I did, yeah. and I, I honestly, I think that's cringy, too. Yeah. But um, it's, it's hard because I feel like most films that are either not based on a true story or yeah. aren't actual, like, surfers... Where it's just acting mm-hmm. they're usually cringy yeah but um yeah yeah the keanu reeves and patrick swayze they just really they really did us did us in with that one but the thing is when a keanu reeves movie comes out you can't not see it you have to you have see to it. see it john exactly. wick oh great movie <laughs> do you stand by that yeah are you okay. kidding me have you seen i that? haven't seen it oh. no is it a good one yeah they're, is it a show all or? three of them are good three movies it's a movie yeah Okay. But Point Break, classic. Yeah. Okay. Classic so, quotes. Yeah, that's what I want to know. So. Yeah. Amongst all the cringe and so many scenes that are just, you you, you can't look away from. You can't stop mm-hmm. watching because it's just so bad that it's so interesting. You want to know what's gonna happen next. What standout line do you have from this film? That was just like just okay. p- absolute pure. <clears throat> I th- I'm pr- it's the same one for both of us, uh-huh. you know. But I'll say it. Okay. Like this is your fucking wake up call. I am an FBI agent. 
<laughs> That's what it is right there. I love that he like talks like a surfer too yeah. while he's in his agent role. Yeah. So he's still talking like, this is your fucking way. Like, yeah. Gosh. And then he was, I remember when he was talking to like random surfers on the beach, mm-hmm. trying to get like hair samples. Yeah. He was trying to talk in like surf slang. You remember mm-hmm. that? No. And it, just, it sounded awful. I don't know what he said, but. Yeah. He's was just pretty acting bad. like a, yeah. a kook. And I love that like, didn't he, he had no idea what he's do, he was doing in the water yeah. at first. Yeah. And then what, within like a day, however long two days. it took to yeah finish the case, he's like now good. I know something. they're surfing Malibu at nighttime, and yeah. he's like a pro. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, but um, I'd still watch this over the second one. Yeah, because the second one wasn't really revolved around surfing; it was like all Action sports. extreme sports. Yeah, but what was cool was they filmed the new one at Chopu. Yeah, and Ian Walsh was that. one of the stunt doubles. That yeah. was pretty cool. Good for yeah. you, Ian. <laughs> Um, also, uh, I love surf films that are filmed in California because like, and it could be like an absolute garbage, like Mm -hmm. Disney, Nickelodeon film, whatever. I love that you can tell like what beach they're at. Yeah. So shout out to at point break, they or in the film, they filmed at Neptune's net Mm -hmm. on PCH by County line. And then they also filmed at Leo Carrillo, which those are pretty easy beaches, but Sometimes they, they get those ones that are like right off PCH, like near the houses and stuff, yeah. and you know exactly where they are. Yeah, that's cool. So that um, is pretty cringy. But Super cringy. we are moving on to movie number two, which is North Shore. All time. It was released in 1987. All time. Uh, the synopsis on this. I. Okay, I'm just going to read it. Okay, so... Um, In this youthful surfing adventure, a hot, I love how they had to add that, a hot young surfer wins a wave tank contest in his native Arizona. What? (laughs) He's from Arizona. Yeah. Um, And decides to temporarily abandon his studies to hit the fantastic waves of the Hawaiian North Shore Pipeline. He was an artist, right? He was, yeah. yeah, He was was like doing art and graphic design and logos. Yeah. once there, he is uh, derided by the other surfers because nobody believes that a boy from the desert could possibly know anything about surfing real waves. I mean, I mean, and he's it showed a wave tank, and it showed when he showed up too. When he arrived, he like anybody that surfs a wave pool, like yeah, unless it's Kelly's wave pool, which close closer simulates like an actual wave. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so. Clearly, he, he was going to have a go at Hawaii right off of the wave pool. Um, fortunately, an aging hippie and a supremo surfer who designs boards for a living, he uh, believes in him. Chandler. Chandler. Up, and Chandler? teaches him the ropes. While learning about the sea and preparing for an international surfing competition, the boy also learns valuable lessons about life and love. Wow. So it's like a coming of age tale, learning about the ocean. It's just hitting all the points. It's such like a classic movie too. Gosh. Yeah. This it's such it's like if you're watching it in the right mindset where you're like, oh, this is, you know, there's a lot of pro surfers that yeah. make cameos in the film and actually act. Mm-hmm. Laird Hamilton's actually acting in this. Jerry Lopez. Jerry Lopez. Um, Mike Ho. 
Yeah. So they have a. It's all great stuff. They yeah exactly and so. Aki Aki's in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Aki, um, you'll know it be pro twice. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You totally remember that. Um. Where you're making me lose my. Sorry, I'm just I'm quoting no, the movie okay. already. Gosh. <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about, but um, it's you, you have to have like the right mindset. Um, where it's just so corny. But because so many of these like pro surfers were involved in it and they kind of like put their stamp of approval by being in this film, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you have to, you just kind of have to love it. It's such a great but movie. But it's so cringy if you actually look at it from like, like a surfer's point of view. Um, so what, what's your favorite scene in that movie, would you say? Oh, there's so many. Um, any scene with Turtle... Turtle's probably been my favorite character. He's like the best guy in the show or in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite scene? I don't know. I know it's like There's every so scene. Many. I feel like oh, I can give you my favorite quotes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do. I do want to know okay. that. That's fine. Um, yeah. When the wave breaks here, don't be there. Right. Are you gonna get drilled? Are you gonna get drilled? Um, I think one of my favorite lines is Laird Hamilton. Because he's actually a pro surfer. Like, he's a really good surfer. And he was one of the first to bring big wave surfing to kind of the industry. Um, But he he was probably asked or directed to surf bad at at this break. And um, so he's, like, looking real stiff. And uh, I guess he was surfing on Chandler's boards, who's the one that um, was mentoring the main character, Rick Kane, um, the Arizona boy. And he, he's out in the water. What is Laird Hamilton's name in the film? Oh, shoot. Um, wow, I can't believe I'm blanking out. This is not good. And we've seen this movie so many Burkhart, times. Lance Burkhart. Lance Burkhart. So he's out in the water, like, just not doing well on Chandler's boards. And then he paddles out, uh, paddles into the, whatever, on the beach. And he's like, give me a board that works. My board. Yeah. Primo acting. I love him to Cause death. Because I think at this time, Chandler, or like, the the transition started to happen where it went from just like riding straight and going for speed into like hot dogging. Right. Right? So that's what it was. That's what Chandler yeah. said too. It's book yeah. for speed, not hot dogging. Yeah. And that that's kind yeah. of a cool thing about this film in that era too was because in the 80s that's when they started like changing boards a little bit i mean i guess in the 70s too the shapes started changing they started figuring out you know weight distribution what people and the judging changed yeah like the way that people surfed and what judges wanted to see everything was just going through this yeah developmental phase yeah yeah which is really cool too because surfing really hasn't been around that long or at least in the media yeah yeah organized it also just has like that classic synopsis of if you have to learn to surf you have to go through the different stages of boards you know yeah longboard medium all the way down on the surfboard totally because they started them off on like a massive that's like log. that's like the classic didn't surf it, movie right there did it you know? have a fin did he say the first didn't one? Have a fin? He made the first his one didn't. Foot was a fin. Yeah, he had to use his foot. Never done that before. <laughs> it was like a canoe. So, I also made the relation North Shore yeah. is also 
like surfs up the penguin movie yeah right it is he goes to Pengu Island yeah. and he's not good because he thought was, he was a hot dog in Antarctica. But he was also like a really good surfer in Antarctica. But he wasn't Where... good for big wave surfing. Yeah. And then that's when that. that's when Z had to teach him. He had to go through the transition of boards. Totally. He had to make his own board. Yeah. Oh my God. And you're right. just like Chandler, yeah. Big Z didn't like the competition aspect. Interesting. Remember that? Yeah, and, that's right. And then yeah, chan- all about the purity of the ocean. Yeah, and that's exactly. another cool like thing that they integrated is that like they wanted to share the love of the ocean yeah. and learn about, you know, what it means to be a surfer and Yeah. That's what Chandler Yeah, it was for. Soul really surfing. pure, yeah. He said that. Yeah. But then when uh Rick made it to the final event, mm-hmm. remember Chandler was like, The main event you made it to the main event. Remember that? Mm. He was like, I'm not going to support you through this competition. Mm-hmm. But then when Rick made the final, he yeah. like showed up. and. Aww. I don't remember exactly. You need to rewatch the movie. I know. I really do. It's a great movie. I know. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Everyone I, that has not seen it. I have it. have to see it. It's just, it's also like a really like feel good movie. I feel like it just makes you feel. Yeah. I don't the, know. The sex scene's kind of funny too. <laughs> People had sex. <laughs> Yeah, Rick and um, Kalani. Oh, Neo Peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was this... Okay, I don't remember. Was it like a bonfire night or something? They were just out at, on the beach on at the night. On the beach? Oh. At night. before The the day before competition. <laughs> Not supposed to do that. <laughs> Classic. But love that movie. Yeah, that's that's a good one. So, but it's pretty pretty cringy but if you allow yourself to enjoy it and really like appreciate yeah. the art <laughs> definitely appreciate the cameos too the cameos are cool yeah definitely young aki jeez i know come on in come on in oh that was a good that's, that's my aki. impersonation you only got one you only got you one. only got one <laughs> Gone at sunset oh i love that wasn't aki. a wave that was a ripple um and then our third and final movie is Blue Crush. Great so movie. I would say Blue Crush 2 is more cringy than the first one because I feel like the first one had, like if you actually read the, the synopsis of the film, it's like a local Hawaii girl and her crew, she is a great surfer and she's overcoming this accident that she has like this mental block and she's trying to make it to this competition to be sponsored by, was it Roxy? Something like it that. It was Roxy, yeah. Um, and they also had cameos of pros in there. Mm-hmm. and um, So I appreciated that film a lot and like the the storyline It's a it. great, it, I love that yeah, movie. It's, it's, movie. it's super, super cute. I thought that everyone did a great job representing surfing too, all yeah. the girls. Michelle Rodriguez, homegirl. <laughs> yeah, so Kate Bosworth, Michelle Rodriguez. There's also that other girl who's actually like, She's more of a surfer the taller one, than, right? um, yeah. than an actress. Yeah. But yeah. So, but the, the second one, have you seen the second one? Mm-mm. Oh, God. I don't think I've seen it. Okay, well, let me read this. Okay, are you ready? Just, this is the just, same, same cast? No, completely different oh, cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched this. Okay, so yeah. the synopsis to this. This is another one where you're just like, who? was like yeah let's fund this that's right um but also it's one of those things where like you can't not watch it if you're a surfer and there's like 
a film that's released, you, you have can't to watch not it. watch it. You it's just it's it. interesting. It's just like, like um, I don't know. I feel like any type of content. I feel like we watch these movies to analyze the actual surfing. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Is I appreciate yeah. when they actually have like good surfing in it, which I think in this one, yeah, they they had good surfing. Yeah, they did. I can't. Stunt doubles were good. Yeah. Okay, so Blue Crush Two is a champion surfer who never met a wave she couldn't conquer. California teen Dana leaves Beverly Hills behind for the adventure of a lifetime and makes some remarkable new friends along the way. First of all, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, okay. <laughs> um, champion surfer from Beverly Hills. I have never heard of any like good surfers coming from Beverly Hills. No. Um, but I could be wrong. Leave in the comments if you they know could, They could be out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dana's late mother grew up. I don't know why they said late, but her her mom who passed died, away. Yeah. Oh, is that what you say when it's? Yes. You didn't. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so her late mother. Nova Scotia. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, she grew up in. South Africa and kept a detailed diary about her childhood experience and this inspired Dana um, oh wait inspired by her mother's words the privileged teen rejects her father's requests to enroll in college (laughs) probably Princeton or Yale who knows Um, and instead she books a flight to South Africa to walk the beaches she has read about since she was a child yeah. Uh, her mother's dream was always to surf the waves at J Bay. Um, well, it says Jeffrey's Bay. And with a little help from some fun, loving friends, Dana prepares to fill in the missing chapter of the book that guides her voyage. Yeah. Okay, so now that I read it, it's a, it's kind of cute, I guess, because it has like a purpose where she's like fulfilling her mom's, you know, kind of her destiny. Yeah. So it, it is cute, but if you actually watch the film, there's so much like weird shit and that like doesn't random storylines, like the, <laughs> yeah. the elephant killings. Yeah, and like the, that does not need to be there. Trying to save people who live on the beach from like getting like kicked off or something. Yeah, all these yeah. people like she straight up like gets off the jet, gets all of her stuff. She she goes for a surf right because she cannot wait. She's got to go surfing. Heads directly to the beach throws her stuff in a locker because that's super oh, safe yeah, with zero right. yeah no protection all like the only things she has her passport her money puts it in a locker with no lock or maybe there was a lock i don't know i think there was a lock anyways she got all of her stuff stolen and then she has nowhere to go she meets a friend and she takes her back to this little beach like bum hippie treehouse or something on the sand that is constantly being like raided by cops and then they're like filling water balloons up with pee and throwing it at the cops which i mean that's pretty illegal here i i don't know yeah um but yeah it was just weird i know and, and then, then like, and then she finds out about these elephant killings and then of course there's a love interest right and of course he's involved with the elephant killings and right and then so there's like this surfer that like hates her because she's good and she's pretty and That's she's right. blonde. That's right. Yeah. But then they end up becoming friends. And then, yeah, and they're also like having who, sex with the same guy. I think. Yeah. Right? Who, by the way, that girl who like hates her is mm-hmm. like. <laughs> she's from something else. She's from Step Up Two Step or up. something. That's right. Yeah. That's she's I got some moves. Yeah, she's beautiful. She is. Um. 
So, it's a weird, yeah, weird it's... movie. I think my favorite part of the movie is seeing like Taj Barrel surf, Taylor Knox surf. At I think, the end? I think, Taj at I the think end? Curran was there too. Who? Tom Curran? Tom Curran, yeah. Oh, really? Not, not at the end, but yeah. like one day they were just watching the waves. Taj Barrel was at the end and she's like, she also had to overcome something, which I don't remember. That's yeah. um, always like character growth. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you going out? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. All right, have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, the looks are kind of heavy out there. You sure you know where you are? Something like that? You have seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Are you sure you know where you are? Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I think. Like, okay, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there was one scene when they were on the beach watching the waves break at J-Bay. And it mm-hmm. was like, I think Taylor Knox was surfing. Curran was surfing it. Yeah. Of course, they were ripping. Of that course. That was probably my favorite part. <laughs> watching the pros just, just watching like them surf cameo yeah. for a second <laughs> screw the storyline i just yeah, want to see surfing totally um i i like that they actually filmed there yeah because some some films or even shows they just kind of fake it which makes sense because of budgets and things yeah. like that but yeah. i really thought that it was cool that they did that and yeah. you got to see these notorious breaks you know and it's just like a film that because not many people know about J-Bay. Yeah. You know, not many people have, like, an understanding for that environment and that kind of stuff. So yeah, they really like, cool yeah, see. a lot of them don't expect South Africa to have one of, like, the best waves in the world. You know? Yeah, oh, they don't expect any waves yeah. anywhere. They think, yeah. oh, California, which is hilarious because, like, or Hawaii. the worst. You know, everyone says, oh, oh, you have to go to Hawaii. Yeah, well, Hawaii is pretty heavy. Yeah, but and that's... the... But all these people all the who like and... don't know about surfing, the first thought is, yeah. "Oh, you have to go to Hawaii." Like, right? Like, dude, I know. Like, <laughs> You're like everyone sure. knows this. <laughs> yeah. 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 So interesting, interesting. But yeah. Um, Do you have any like favorite good movies? You know, I was going to prepare for this, but I would honestly say that it's like "Kiss by God." It's just <gasps> so beautiful. Jeez, um, such a good movie. Yeah, I guess I could like Google the synopsis of it because I don't want to mutilate it because it's such a beautiful just, piece it, of art. It's about Andy's story, his untold yeah. story. But I don't know if the listeners know who Andy Irons is. Andy Irons, three, three-time world champ. I think, I don't know how many triple crowns he won, but he was, I think like 2000, 2001 or 2000, and then 2002, he won like back to back to back surf championships and he gave kelly slater the you know arguably the best like competitive surfer ever mm-hmm. a good run for his money yeah, he did yeah um he also kind of changed the game with surfing on how it was perceived he was kind of the wild child yeah of surfing he yeah. really brought a lot of energy to the table um and he also has a brother named bruce irons who's a very good surfer too but kiss by god focuses on mental health and yeah. the surf industry and it is um his story yeah because he, so. he struggled with a lot of like opiates and yeah drug addiction mm-hmm. and hard times so it goes through that it's um it's not the easiest movie to watch but it's such no. a great film they did a great job yeah it i i couldn't have like wished to see anything better yeah. it was awesome um, it's a so great story. I definitely think that that's like my top because it's just so 
impactful and powerful. It's a you great, know? yeah. Everyone, even if you're not a surfer. Totally. You'd love the movie. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So what about you? What's your top? I mean, North Shore is probably the one, like, top one. Wait, the film yeah, we this just reviewed? Yeah, North Shore, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a great movie. I'm not even going to, like... It's, like, top five yeah, in, my, yeah. in my book. Uh-huh. Um, Momentum Generation is really good. Mm-hmm. Documentary about these kids in the 90s who ended up being great servers. Kelly Slater, Shane Dorian, Taylor Knox. Yeah. Kalani Robb. Yeah. Rob Machado, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great documentary. I I specifically like that one too because it's kind of talking about um, these were kind of like the first pros. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you get to see how the industry was from the mm-hmm. start, like yeah. onboarding all these young kids and what they were kind of going through and the struggles, but also like just having this place to kind of like sort all their thoughts and emotions and like everything that is changing in their lives. And they just have this like pure special safe place, which is the ocean. Yeah. And they all bond over that because yeah. they're all dealing with different things. Um, yeah. It's growing up cool. and yeah. So it's, I think that one's a powerful one too. It is. It's, it's cool because they went from the transition of like before they showed up on the, on the pro teams, mm-hmm. Australians just dominated the mm-hmm. world of competition and then mm-hmm. these kids come around and they're giving all these australian legends just struggles totally like like hockey and and mike mike potts uh-huh. yeah so that was pretty cool just america just taking over for a little bit mm-hmm. and then now it's brazilians <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everyone's gotta have their turn i know everyone does um view from when a blue moon is a great my turn i know <laughs> our turn our turn california Give me a board that works. My board. <laughs> yeah, I know we, we need some Ventura champions, you know. Oh, we got Dane, Sage. Dane came close. Yeah, Sage Eric's Sage. And Dane Reynolds from Lakey. this area. Yeah. yeah, Lakey's from SB. Yeah, Lakey. She's. She came close. Yeah. Yeah. So. Any yeah. other movies you like? I mean, I, really I I like a lot of movies, but I think that that's like my top. Yeah. That's my. That's the one that I would suggest all of our listeners to go see immediately. Yeah. It is so powerful. And same with Momentum Generation. Great movie. So those would be for sure yeah. the two that I would say. But I know. And yeah, this isn't a surfing movie. I mean, there's some surfing in it, but like probably one of my all-time favorites is Lords of Dogtown. Yeah. We could yeah. straight up like have a whole episode about Lords of Dogtown, we honestly. Could. Yeah. We'll talk um, about it next time. Ooh, that'd be fun. Such a great movie. It really is. Oh. Um, cool. So uh, one last thing before we conclude is we really need to start doing this at the beginning of the podcast, but uh, you can find The Blue on YouTube, on Patreon, on Spotify, and pretty much any podcast hosting uh, website, um, Anchor, Google Podcasts, like literally anything. Um, and if you become one of our patrons on Patreon, we will be releasing episodes early. So you guys will be able to see them first. And we also release bonus episodes. So if you want to hang out with us and see more of us, some extra stuff, go to our Patreon. Um, we'll have links everywhere, but we look forward to seeing you guys next week and, uh, enjoy your day. Peace. Watch some of these films, honestly. Watch all of them. Yeah. Except for surf Nazis. <laughs>